2: Support for the Boner Planet podcast is presented by Dead Down Wind, Tinks, Shadow Hunter Blinds, Burris Optics, Dead Ringer, The Grind, Bomar Archery, Element Outdoors. Reveal Cellular Camera, HHA and HHA USA, Black Eagle Arrows, Cobra Archery, Camp Chef, Novix Outdoors, and Caffeine Support Provided by Deer Camp Coffee.
1: Hey everyone welcome to the bow hunter planet podcast tonight myself tim Mazarana with dave thomas and we uh, were joined here actually we, we've talked to uh talked to camp chef before and absolutely love the conversations wanted to have him back on ryan from camp Chef is joining us tonight ryan how's it going man
3: it's going good i'll tell good. you bow hunting season started here in utah last week um and it's been good it's good i got out for a few a few uh a few good hunts spent a few nights up there um i would have got out a little more but i was just telling you i was sick but yeah, i I love it i love this time of year and it's just it's perfect it's the best time of year to get out were you chasing on muleys yeah and and uh yeah yeah mule deer Uh, elk is open too for whatever other areas i don't have an elk tag until uh october but um I, I, okay, I've got a, I'll got. just confess here. I got a story for you guys, man. <laughs> See,
2: he had, he had an itch, is, and he's like, something I got to talk about. It's yo, all I can tell. It was hey, built up.
1: So,
3: so here's what was going on. We're up here hunting. We we know we've got good bucks in the area. We've had trail cameras up there. We, we pulled them down before the season, um, and we've hunted this area for for years and years. And anyways... We're seeing good bucks. We're getting on some stuff. Couldn't get whatever happened. And uh, anyway, I come that morning, one like our third, third or fourth morning. Um, we're going through some trees and we see some bucks in there, but just nothing ever happened. I was like sixty yards, but they are moving, and then they pop out on the ridge. And we're hunting. Where we're hunting is like eighty-five hundred feet to nine thousand feet maybe 9,200 top, So we're up, we're up there. Um, Anyway, so I'm like, well, me and my buddy were like, well, that kind of was a bust and it's still early. I'm like, well, let's go work this ridge and check out this other spot. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, if we're going to go do that, I'm going to hop over here and just check this one little spot where where these there's some beds and there's some good feeding area. So I'm just going to go peek out. So I cruise over there. And I, 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 peek over the cliff and there's some, actually I didn't really peek over cause I wasn't expecting anything. I'm walking over and there's beds right under this cliff and I'm checking them. And I, I, I go and I peek and I'm like, oh shoot. And I step back and I'm like, hmm. Okay. He's there, man. Uh, he's there. Like, this is <laughs> like the hunting gods have answered my prayers. So I'm like, perfect. Uh, I range him. I'm like done put on my 20yard pin this is lights out and he's right under the cliff that this buck is and I didn't I didn't look at what buck it was because we knew some of the bucks in the area I just because I could see his eye right I could see his face and his, his eye as he was looking um, across the mountain like parallel with the cliff gotcha so I didn't take the time to look at him and because I'm like I just want a good buck And I know a good mature buck, and I could tell he's a good mature buck. So anyways, knock an arrow. I draw back, and as I draw back, I peek over, and I'm like, perfect. Okay, just put your 20-yard pin on it. Let it rip. Put my 20-yard pin on it. I'm like, dude, he is so lights out. I let it rip, and it shoots over him. Oh, no. (laughs) And I'm like – and he gets up and he runs off. Where's my phone? He, he gets up and he runs off. And I'm like, dude, Oh, I'm like, what happened? You know, I'm like really frustrated, kind of sad. And as he goes around the bowl, I pull up my binoculars and get a good look at him. And I'm like, dude, that's the buck. I'm like, that's the guy with the King dantler that we've been chasing. I've got a trail cam picture of him and he's like this 180 plus inch muley on this mm. unit, which is fantastic. Um, and if I have this picture of him, I'll show you. And anyway, he goes running across. This is this is the butt. oh my oh. god, <laughs> and he's got Did that. You want cool to tell this story? <laughs> his main beam like kinks like that, it oh drops my down. He's really
2: cool. My stomach hurts now, just thinking about it.
3: <laughs> and I see that it's him, and I'm like, No, I'm like, That was him. Oh, still, right now, I want to throw up, you guys. <laughs> this wasn't even a week ago. And so I'm going back hiking over to my buddy. I'm like, what do I do? Like, how do I tell, how do I tell him what happened? And I'm just like, you don't. Yeah. I know. I thought about it. I thought about it. I'm like, maybe I don't he finds say Yo. Oh. So I get to him. No, I, I'm almost over to where he's at. And I'm like, just tell him what happened. Just tell him that you, Just tell them the truth. Tell them you pull up on this deer, you put it on the bottom pin and you let it rip. And then I was like, you put it wait on the bottom pin. Oh no. And I'm reading my thoughts (laughs) and I'm like, you eat. Oh my gosh. I put them on my 60. I have a five just Uh. a five pin and I put it on my 60-yard pin. I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of times I've shot that bow. And every time I shoot, I count the pins, 20, 30, 40, you know, 20, yep. 30, 40, 50. Dude, I don't know why. buck my friend. Buck's Ladies and beard. gentlemen, buck fever. <laughs> so I get over to him. and Especially
2: when it's that easy. You're like, oh, pop shot. Dude,
3: it was, hey, okay, like, I've missed deer. I've missed deer before, but it's like oh, a rush shot or it's, tough. you know, there's all yeah. these situations. Yeah. Dude, this was handed to me no doubt like, <laughs> he, it was you couldn't ask for a better situation he was laying playing. down too I laying mean. down a great shot at his vitals uh the wind was perfect Man, he it was like amazing Oh, I,
1: I hope we're laughing with you
3: at this point, you know <laughs> no dude i so when i got to my friend oh, he, man. he he just walks up to me he doesn't know he's like well yeah you know whatever I had a come apart. I was like happy Gilmore, like going nuts. I was so frustrated. Oh, man. That's insane. It,
1: it, uh, it happens. I mean, it, it, yeah, that's how easy it is to miss a shot. Right. I mean, it is not. (laughs) All the practice in the world does not put you in a firing position when it's real world time to act. Well, and that's the thing is
3: like, and anybody listening to this, you 100% have the right to make fun of me and be like, you, you screwed it up because I did 100%. <laughs> I did. I mean, there's nothing. Um, but the, the funny thing, the interesting thing to me is, I could see that using the wrong pin if it's a quick shot, or if it's off. No, like I had the I time, all the time. But it was this like, a- just shit, buck fever, man. Yeah, like well, right now I'm like amped up.
1: You, you bring up a good point, though, is that you know we 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 talked to you know obviously a lot of hunters and hunters ourselves, and uh, you know a lot a lot of people get away from those five pins, partly because of that. You know, and, partly and, because and, the less you can screw up, the better. Now, some people say five pins, I can actually screw up less because I have more yardage ranges, right yeah, to correct. deal with in that area. But others are like, no, I just I want to know what pins are what pins are what, and then just fire. You know, I, I know plenty of people that shoot a one-pin. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. 30 and, yards and, and aim low aim high. So. Had I – if I would have had a single-pin slider, it would have been different because I would have adjusted for that.
1: Right, yeah. right, like an HHA or
3: something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, a two-pin slider, I still could have made the same mistake, but it probably would have been fine at that distance. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean – So – you know, you gotta look back and what have you learned from this? I buck fever. I I I've, <laughs> I've learned a lot of things.
1: <laughs> you you uh, learn a lot about yourself and how to
3: cope with uh, disappointment. Yeah. Right? Oh. Uh, yeah, it's
2: uh. I feel you, man. Two years ago I missed a hundred and fifty inch gear with a crossbow and it was uh it ran out in front of me and it just stopped like in front of me. It I would suggest maybe 50-60 yards, but I had forgotten to bring my rangefinder, so the whole shot was based on without a rangefinder, as a guess, and uh, I guessed wrong. As I went over the back, no, I actually I went low. Now I think about it, I went low, and uh, that was depressing. So I feel your pain, D-
3: Dave. But that's a so I've had misses. Th- that's understandable. You didn't have a rangefinder. Yeah.
2: I agree. No, yeah, it was definitely a harder <laughs> shot than a pop like... shot twenty yards <laughs> with the, oh, man. With the is... height <laughs> But it oh, happens, man. man. We had my, uh, uh, my cousin Brian, who's on the sh- on the, sh- the show a lot and does a lot of hunts with us. He had um, he had just got this Matthew switch bag. This is years ago when it first came out, and he was hunting and he was so pumped about this bow. And he gets this beautiful buck comes in, and he's like, "We're on state land." This beautiful puck comes in. He's at 10 yards, he puts it on it and he's like right over the back. And he's like,
1: What? 10 yards. What? And
2: he's just like, he's he's like, I don't know what happened, man. Like, I, I don't know what happened. I put it on the heart and fired. And it went over the back. And I'm like, that's weird. So we're talking about it, talking about it. And he that <laughs> I think, I think what happened is this is a couple years back now, right? But I think what happened is that he missed again, like, like the next day, or something happened. Another deer, and he's like, dude, what is going on? And so we ended up going out to the pro shop in the local area and it turned out that the, the pro shop he bought the bow from told him that, you know, people don't use peep, uh, kisser buttons no more. And so he had removed the kisser button, but he didn't ever practice angles without it. So when he fired, he wasn't, he wasn't anchoring and then turning. He went like this.
0: And ah. so he brought it
2: up, you know, or brought it down, whatever. He did something wrong here. And so he wasn't anchoring and then maneuvering because I don't use a kisser button either. So, but I go back, I anchor, then I make my moves. So however I need to go as long well as I'm anchored, but he didn't anchor. Yeah. So then he learned. So he put a kisser button. back. On. <laughs> he still has one to this day. So Ryan, tell us about your setup, man. Like what we're you using, what kind of bow you shooting? Like uh, I what, shoot a prime your logic. Nice.
3: Um, yeah. And it's a great, awesome bow. I've, I've loved it. Had it for, uh when did they come out with that i don't know a few years ago um anyway yeah it's a good it's a good good setup and i've really enjoyed it it's been great Killed the cool colorado buck last year what'd you shoot before that um just like an old so before that i wasn't an archery hunter oh, okay. so a friend lent me he had an old browning bow oh yeah okay that when Brent browning made some for i don't know who was making them pretty sure it's a private label thing but um so I use that for a year and then I'm like, all right, I got to get into bow hunting. Um, so then I went out and got that, that set up. So I, this is my, probably my fourth year bow hunting, I think something like that.
1: Oh man, you got plenty of mistakes out of you then.
3: Well, yeah, yeah and I've had some great opportunities I've, <laughs> I've done. I've, yeah, I've, I've spent a lot of time bow hunting as it's needed. Um, and I hunted Colorado the past couple years, which is awesome. And I killed one there last year, and and then spent a bunch of time here locally bow hunting. i had some great opportunities. Just I haven't made it happen here. So.
1: Yeah, we're getting we're getting excited here. Um, yeah, our season doesn't open up as early as, as your guys does. Um, you know, because we're we're whitetail over in this neck of yeah. the woods, but uh, we open up um, with a youth hunt in a little bit over a week here so we're we're getting excited to get our All kids right. out for that weekend and seeing what they can do and then a couple of weeks after that our opener is October 1st yeah. so that'll be uh it's an exciting time man i mean, you know where, where it really starts to sink in for me this time of year is when those when when it starts to get a little bit cooler out
3: yeah. When yeah, temperatures start Today, to drop a little bit that's day.
1: where i start to get excited so and that's
3: how it is up up there where we're at it uh yeah the other day when i got out of my truck it was 42 degrees i think oh. up there so down here and walking weather
1: when you're walking out in those woods man It'll yeah it's great and it's
3: man i just love it up there it's just I, it, there's not very many t- opportunities in your life or for for today's society today's people to get out and be somewhere where it's just quiet like Mm. quiet
1: you got that right you know
3: when there was it was eerily quiet the other day there's no wind the birds were quiet that just when when can you ever just sit and hear nothing yeah i don't i don't get that in my own house i get kids or (laughs) acs running or you know some loud truck driving by or something i don't know but you never get just absolutely silent it's pretty nice to get out
1: yeah get no seeing here it's fun. i mean that that's part of the part of the draw isn't always the hunt which don't get me wrong is awesome part of it is just being out in the woods chilling yeah. hanging out seeing things that you would never see sitting inside four walls you know yeah so i was that just thinking yeah, about fun.
2: how far are you guys from salt lake city
3: um i can't talk too too much about, about that now that i told you my experience no um i'm uh i'm a hour hour and a half north of salt lake city we're in logan utah
1: awesome
2: yeah i was just saying that because i'm surprised you don't shoot a hoyt since hoyt's right there
3: <laughs> yeah no no hoyt's a great a great company and Hoyt and Badlands, of you guys, guys got
2: Badlands, Hoyt, Easton, all right in there. It's funny. There's
3: a there's a lot of outdoor brands here in in, in Utah.
2: Oh, Sever too. I forgot. I think oh, Easton on. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, that's
1: right. Yep.
2: Sever yeah. Sever broadheads. Yeah, there's a lot. When I was there, we went there to Alta. I I pronounced it wrong. How do you pronounce Alta? is Alt. Alta, Alta. That's not Alta. Right? Yeah, Alta. like the skiers resort. I, I got corrected. I got corrected by the Easton guys. He's like, it's Alta, not Alta. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, he, they were I was when I was there for a wedding uh, a couple of years ago. I had stopped in a Hoyt and Badlands, which was a lot of fun to go there and see them And and I went to the In n Out Burger, which we don't have here in Michigan, so that was exciting to try it. <laughs> it was a little yeah. salty, but it was okay.
3: In and Out's a classic. No, it's a Utah's a great place. So yeah, Camp Chef's located about an hour north of Salt Lake City, just south of the Idaho border a uh, little town called Logan, Utah. It's a great, great place to live. It's a great place to be.
2: Yeah, it looks great. That's Sounds beautiful. Awesome. The whole area is so nice. Uh, Utah yeah. was great. I really enjoyed my time there. It was beautiful.
3: Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a nice, it's a nice state to be in. Yeah, so what, so
1: what, what's, uh what's new over at Camp Shuff these days? Yeah,
3: what we got going on over there? There's a lot going on, man. We've got Been a busy. lot of fun stuff. Well, go ahead.
2: No, I was saying you guys have been busy. I mean, probably selling out left and right. It's been a crazy couple of years here of, of, uh, of uh, product sales for everybody. It's been insane. Yeah,
3: you, you know, the whole, uh, the whole 2020 thing was interesting. Um, back when the one day that everybody decided to shut everything down and go home, it was interesting, like things like immediately stopped, right? Obviously, because the world literally stopped. And then- give that a week and people were like well i'm gonna be hunkered down restaurants are closed yeah so people were like <laughs> i'm gonna learn how to cook barbecue or i've got to get my barbecue fix or whatever and so our patio style of grills immediately picked up and, and started selling um like a lot like huge. yeah yeah and if, if you're not familiar with camp chef we have we make products for home for grilling at home on the back patio type stuff. And then we also make it for campsite, trailer, hunt camp, whatever type, type stuff. So backcountry, back patio. Um, and our, and our, and our, our back country or, or our camp side of things basically stopped and, and stayed really slow for a while. Meanwhile, that patio stuff was just like, boom, and took off immediately um and then everybody was home for a little while they canceled their cruises they canceled their vacations you know whatever and then they went out and started buying rvs they started booking campsites you know Everybody yes, like they did yeah <laughs> everybody's like well i'm not going on my cruise so but i'm not going to say no to vacation so we're going camping this year yeah and then about may which was later than normal for us um stuff just picked up right up like may june everything just shot right up for camping um it was it was kind of interesting to watch those different trends and people going home and then deciding all right i got to get out and go camping and yeah
1: yeah i'm i'm uh i can personally attest to that um you know i my me and my family we've been camping dedicated campers for 10 years now where we'll go out you know between 20 to 40 days usually on average 30 days a year you know we'll yeah. be out weekend warrior type of stuff or we usually for the last four years do a two-week camping trip um either you know cross country or um you know the last couple of years staying in michigan just with all the covid stuff going on um and, and it's been absolutely crazy and i mean crazy to see the shift in two years ago if i wanted to go camping I could book a campsite month, a couple weeks out in advance. You might not get your best spot that you want, but there's something available this year there. You can't, you can't book a campsite during the months of June through September, when kids go back to school, unless you get it the first day that it's available and all the good spots are taken up within the, first, it's like buying tickets to a concert. You know, it's sold out. You got to get on there yeah. right when they open yeah. up for sales, and if you're not one of the first hundred people, you're done. I mean, you're just not getting. It. And so. people
2: are reselling them; they're buying them in scabs or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They're reselling yeah. them for more money. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and so it, it's been crazy to watch that all evolve. Um, you know, which is which is a good thing, bad for me. You know, but because <laughs> because yeah. I, you know, it's hard it's hard to go exactly where you want to because we're procrastinators in my family. You know, we don't book six months out. We're like. Yeah, let's go. We figure it out like three months in advance, and three months in advance is way too, uh, way too short of a time frame now to do it. But, um, so it's so a long story short. All that happens, you know, hard to book campsites and all that stuff. But I got my Pursuit Twenty, man, and when we go all camping, that Pursuit Twenty comes out with me. I love nice. that. Nice. Absolutely yeah. love that thing. Um, that gr—I mean, I've done briskets, fish, you know, you name burgers, you you name it. I'm a huge pellet grill fan. And that thing is perfect, portable and perfect for taking out when, you know, just like you're saying, camping, taking, in fact, I'm leaving this weekend. We rented a house um in, in Northern Michigan and it's already packed up with my truck waiting for us to leave on Thursday. So it, it's uh it's quite, quite the cool little piece of equipment there.
3: Nice. Yeah. It's, it's cool. And it, it's great. That's one of the things I, r- I really like about Camp Chef is the diversity of so I, did, I guess my, I'm getting ahead of my thought here. The, one of the great things about camping is no matter what your camp looks like, you know, I'm guessing you're, you're running an RV. Yeah. You, yep. You, I got a tow behind. Or, yep. Or a, or a tow. Yeah. A trailer. Yep. You yep. know, whatever your camp looks like, you can do awesome food. Um, you know, and depending on what you're doing too, like when I was up bow hunting this last week, I didn't eat very well. I mean, I ate to survive because I'm hunting. Um, but I'll tell you a couple weeks ago um, well maybe a, maybe a month or so ago I was in Idaho we did this pack trip in Idaho um, we took these llamas up and we I mean the, the the goal of the trip was to go fishing hang out and eat good food and it was the funnest trip I've ever had because um, there's no pressure to get out and to be in your tree stand at you know 630 yeah. or whatever like you just got to go out and have fun and 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 we made, we made some of the best food ever. It was awesome, and uh, you know, or you can have a big, uh, like a big plush camp with a trailer or in a cat, whatever. And uh, you can take a one of those portable pellet grills, and you're doing a, a bunch of other stuff in it, and you can cook some great food with just a little bit of planning. And and uh, you know, oftentimes, in fact, this happened when when we did the Idaho trip. I had the menu kind of made. I had in my mind what we were doing. And then we are eating dinner one night. And my wife just made some pasta. It was like a brown, but with a brown butter sauce. And we're eating, doing this stuff. And I'm like, hey, how did you do this? She tells me. And I'm like, that's pretty good. I'm making that in camp next week. So I threw a New York strip uh, into the menu. Nice. And we did this pasta with the New York strip and some veggies. And it was so good.
1: So did you, did
3: you reverse sear it or did you, did you just do it high temp? We just, um, so in our camp, we just had a stove. We had two, yeah, okay. two, two uh, camp chef camp stoves, yep. um, smaller ones, smaller versions. We had our Everest and our Mountaineer. Um, and so we seared the steaks on cast iron. Awesome. Um, and then once, once we got a good sear on it, you just turn the temp down and then watched it till it hit i i packed a thermometer with me because i knew i was doing those and i'm particular but um yeah once they hit like 125 we pull them in there they were really Let them good
1: sit for a couple of those juices come back out yeah and ready to go, right? but,
3: but when i'm cooking at home uh whether i'm doing like uh, elk steaks or um beef steaks you know i'll, I'll do the reverse sear method uh, for sure that hands down that always gives me really good result results and I don't know once I find something I like I usually stick with it so yeah
1: no and the, and you're right about the versatility because um you know we we cook some really good meals but then we cook some really cheap meals but you can cook those cheap meals good and I'll give you a perfect example like when we're camping like you know we we try to we try to bring food that we can cook but we're busy during the day sometimes we'll go out so oh, yeah. seeing a dude, so, and doing so you got to make those quick dinners and one of the things that we routinely do and it's absolutely amazing is we'll go out we'll buy microwavable pizzas but we'll cook them on the pellet grill so we, oh. we did that you know you buy those french bread pizzas they're like a buck a piece yeah. you know they, they they seem cheap throw that on the pellet grill for 20 minutes absolutely perfect wow. absolutely perfect so i mean like you said diversity just just being able to take it with you is awesome. You know, whether that's a hunt camp, whether that's camping, all that kind of stuff. But then for those bigger things where you're doing at home and you have a family or your in-laws or whatever coming over, you got your bigger sizes to choose from that you can you can cook for virtually an army, on,
3: which is yeah. great. One of the things we did in Idaho that I I, I really liked is. I knew that we were going to be out. I knew that one of the days, because there are some other lakes we were going to hike to and all this. I thought, you know what? There's going to be a night where we come back. It's dark by the time we get back or it's rainy or whatever. And we're just tired. Like, we don't even care what we eat. Just give me some, give me some warm food. And I knew that was going to happen at some point. Um, so I smoked some pulled pork here at home. Um, and uh, it was awesome by the way one of the better pork butts i've ever done dropped it in a vac seal bag and and a little tip if you're gonna pre-make pulled pork or any meats for that matter and and vac seal them and do what i'm doing make sure you get all the fats in there or let it cool because one of the prop one of the challenges is you put this hot pulled pork in and that fat is liquid and then you vac seal it and it pulls it all out so then when you reheat it, it's dry because you pulled all that fat out. So I usually try to cool it, get it to like room temperature to where that fat s- starts to get more, a little more solid, then put it in your vac seal bag, vac seal it, freeze it. And then it becomes just an ice block, right? Keep it in your cooler, which is nice. Cause now you've got, it's like an ice block in your cooler. Yep. Um, anyway, and then it's pretty ready to go. Like So we got back, we got to camp one day and uh, it was a storm was coming. So we're like, let's just bust out some food within 10. I mean, I literally opened up the pork, dropped it in a pot, heated it up, had some slaw that was, I pre-made the dressing. So open that up, toss the dressing in. And then I had buns, pickles, chips, ready to go. Honestly, within 15 minutes, we had like a really good traditional pulled pork barbecue meal. Was, it was awesome it was awesome and I, I did that here at home on the pellet grill and it was maybe maybe one of my favorite meals that we did up there but it was no work i mean i it, it mean it's you just put it in the pot and heat it up you know it, yeah
2: man. we'll be there so, soon
3: hunt, hunt season's
2: around the corner for us but uh yeah we already I've started been,
1: talking about the menus for that so we're gonna we're gonna maybe have to add some things in there
3: i've been see the nice thing about the nice thing about having a right now it doesn't get at least where I am it doesn't get dark till nine sorry eight eight thirty to nine o'clock and then by the time you get back to camp you're just like oh I'm ready to go to bed but I got I gotta cook the the later season hunts is nice because it gets dark at seven o'clock yeah you you can actually
1: come back and spend time cooking chill and
3: and cook yeah yeah
2: that's always a lot of fun I I know we've been spending a lot of time with the uh, pro 90x my family and me, for camping and, you know, that system is so smart in so many ways. It's pretty funny because what we've just been doing is using two of the sides with a 16-inch uh, flat uh, um, flat top and just put it on there, cook on it. But then while we're doing that, we can then boil stuff on the other burner, which is so helpful, right? Because you can do two things at once. So you got something boiling while you're cooking something on the right. And then uh, another cool thing we've been doing too, and every time we do this, um, we've been doing every time is we take these foil packs they call them so you take a foil and you pre-do a lot of the stuff at home and you pack it and then you get there and everybody can take what they want it's almost like going with chipotle or whatever and you just they add whatever you want on this packet you put some oil and you close it all up double wrap it and you put you can put it literally right on the burst and just turn it on low and they'll actually cook the oil inside will start to boil and you keep flipping them it's amazing and then when you pull it out you're just like oh my god it's just like so fresh and so good but yeah that's that's been really helpful having the three burners. I think while you're camping, you know, for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah so Ryan, Ryan, what's been, people. um, what's been your top sellers?
2: Um, everything.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: I'm sure. Well, the past couple of years, if we have it, you know, well, yeah, it'll be a top seller. Um, you know, the, the, yeah. there's a few staple items. Okay, that's oh, the yeah. packet
2: opening. <laughs> the kid, the neighbor kid was like, Oh, I'm going to, so you just have a
3: whole mix of food in there, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. there's like right.
2: sausage, chicken, beef, uh, steak, arancera, and then you just throw it all in this packet with broccoli, fresh broccoli. Everything's raw, and you put everything in there and you just cook. Except for rice, you'll have the rice pre done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I even did like jalapenos. You know, I don't know if it's gonna be possible to see this thing, but yeah, zoom in a little bit, maybe there. That's that's actually arancera, which is so good. <laughs> My like, yeah.
3: Huh.
2: yeah, it's a it's a really good meal.
3: You know, some of our most popular items, the woodwind grill, which is a wood pellet grill is, is uh, very popular for good reason. Uh, it's a great grill. I'd highly recommend it. When one of the cool things about Camp Chef pellet grills too, is you've, Dave, you just mentioned your Pro90X and how you use the burner for certain things. And, you know, there's different accessories you can put on those burners. You can put a, a griddle or a, A pizza oven like artisan oven you can put a grill on there with grill grates um or just a cast iron pan um the camp chef pellet grills have what we call the sidekick and it's a powerful burner a thirty thousand btu burner and it comes in two versions there's a sidekick flat top so it comes with a uh, griddle just so just a flat top grill you can do pancakes tacos um all sorts of different stuff And then there is the sidekick sear so this one comes with your grill box so this one you're grilling burgers or getting nice grill marks on there, dogs whatever um and but then those accessories on top you can change out so you can put the artisan oven on or if you bought the one with the flat top you can put the grill on it's this whole system and that attaches right to your pellet grill so tim earlier you asked me did you reverse sear And and that's the really neat thing is you can smoke your beef steak and then pull it off and sear it right there. Throw it in the cast iron pan. Or like awesome. You know, one of my favorites for like Super Bowl or whatever, it's kind of a go-to for Super Bowl, is my hot wings. Yeah. I love to do just a classic hot wing with like Frank's Red Hot or whatever. And I'll um smoke, smoke them, the wings and then once they hit almost temperature, I'll drop them in a fry pot right next to that burner, fry them, and that gets the nice, like, crunchy, crispy texture, yeah, yeah, because I don't, I personally don't really (laughs) love the smoked, I like the flavor, but, like, smoked chicken sometimes can be rubbery, yeah, drop it in there, and fry them to finish them off, gets a really good texture, and then, you know, you can toss it in the sauce, and then, if people haven't showed up to game day yet, you can put them back in the smoker just to hold them and keep them warm for a while. Anyway, yeah, so
1: those awesome. aluminum um, pot sets that you have that I'm looking at with like the strainers on the inside, you can fry in those?
3: Yeah, yeah. Awesome. We have a cast iron one and a, an aluminum one, you know, just any little fryer or, you or you know, with a basket.
1: Yeah, that's or what I'm looking Or you can get at. like yeah, the,
3: cool. the, the, the like big spoon thing. I don't know what it's called um and fry stuff that way anyway it's really nice having that whole the the side kick is awesome and by the way the other thing too is burgers if you have a flat if you're doing if you want to do burgers there's no better way to do a burger than on a flat top like you do a smash burger smash burgers uh, yes and, and a good like nice thin patty and if you want it thick then you just double up patties triple whatever and uh man a smash burger is so good because it gets that I mean, nice cr- crust yeah. on there which it's kind of interesting it gets all scientific or whatever it's the maillard <laughs> reaction i think i'm pronouncing that right
1: well, which you, is you, made- would, you would fool me even if you were loud. so <laughs> yeah
3: So basically it's, it's, you want to, when you're cooking, depending on what you're cooking, right? um, It's called the, I think it's, I don't know how to pronounce it, Maillard reaction. I'll just say that. It's basically when the chem or the, you change the chemical compound of the food with the fats and the sugars. So for example, an easy example, creme brulee, right? It's this nice, comes in the little, cup or whatever and then yep. they torch the top and it crystallizes those sugars well that's the Maillard reaction crystallizing those sugars it's changing the color changing the 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 whatever the, the physical makeup of that and same thing when you sear a steak um you're going from a, a red steak and you sear it and then you start to get this more mahogany dark brown and even black coloration on there And that's where, that's the Maillard reaction at work. It's the same thing when you're baking bread or making toast, um, that change of color. And so when you're doing these smash burgers, you get a lot of that going on and you get the, the, all that, when that's smashed on the griddle, it just starts changing those colors and those fats start coming out. It's really good. Yeah, then you got the guys. bacon
1: sizzling next to it, right? Throw some bacon on top of that bad boy, and uh yeah. off, off i I saw one
2: where they took the they took the burger, they smashed it before they cut they cooked it, then they then they smeared it in mustard before they put it on the onions and before they cooked it.
3: Ooh.
2: It was like mustard was layered both sides of it. Interesting. It was like they looked so good. Yeah. It was on TikTok. I was a, like, oh, a my, friend of mine. Gosh. I'm a friend of this. mine.
3: If, uh, if you if you want to learn about cooking burgers, look up. His name's George Moats. Uh, anyways, he is. He's traveled all over the country and studied cooking burgers. Been to all these different burger joints everywhere, um, and he does this Oklahoma fried onion fried onion burger. Cool. phenomenal! Mm. Right, and it's yeah. a smash burger. So he's using a griddle, smashing the burger on there um anyway we um excellent my, so. my
1: family we got um into doing i don't know if you've heard of them but brought burgers
3: so, yeah you
1: know, brat sausage meat but not in the cases you make actual yep. burger patties oh. on there, cook it up like a burger and then we make this uh, mustard zip sauce kind of so mustard and honey and vinegar and a whole bunch of other spices and stuff like that with some grilled onions on top Ooh, that's some good stuff I oh love those burgers.
2: If you're hungry, do not watch the camp chef uh, <laughs> I know.
1: We could go all day talking about Don't this. Don't watch food,
2: the TikTok from camp chef if you're hungry cuz oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, I am I think I found your burgers you're talking about. Is this is this is this the guy on here? Is he on here for you guys?
3: Um this
2: guy cooking all the burgers?
3: That's no, he's he's uh, in our chef. Oh,
2: okay. He's yeah, so good. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um George is a great guy. Look him up on YouTube or whatever. Oh my whatever. God, he's making these tags. Oh, so I'm so hungry right now. So yeah. is
1: there is there anything? And I know I think we talked about this last time, but there's is there anything you guys don't have that you're looking to add to your lineup? Because I find it hard. Yeah, a big on your, your guys' catalog of everything to find something that you guys actually don't have.
3: You it's know, we, <laughs> That's a good question. There is a lot of stuff that we have and we've got a lot of different renditions of the big things that we that we uh that we do have pellet grills flat top grills both these are for your like home right pellet grills and flat top grills are are awesome and then you know for the for camp we've got all different sorts of stoves and many different sizes and variations for your cooking for 20 people out of an rv or you got two people and you Went in on an ATV somewhere or pack horse, you know, like some a smaller type thing. You know, um, we got a whole Dutch ovens, the cast iron cookware, all that kind of stuff. So, but That's wait, yeah, it's a sauce. big lineup. Of, but
1: wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait, there's more.
3: <laughs> yeah, what's it's
2: going on for twenty two? You guys gonna launch some stuff or what's Your what's your guys' thoughts?
3: Um. Yeah, we do have some new products in development. I wish I could talk about them a little bit more. Um, but they're just buttoning up a few things and, uh, come next year in the next six months or so, let's see what time of year is it? Maybe a little more than six months. Um, we'll be able to talk a little more about it, but there's some fun stuff awesome. that I get excited about. It's funny cause it, it, uh, with my experience at Camp Chef, we, we see things, products are in development for a long time, right? For, yep. for yeah. years. And so, you know, I get a grill I'm like, Oh, I love this grill. All right. This is awesome. (coughs) This happened with me. And then I'm like, you know what? I I see all the new grills and I'm like, okay, I'm going to upgrade. And as soon as that becomes available, I'm going to get that grill. And then that grill becomes available, but then we're already in the development of our next one. I'm like, ah, well, mine's still working good. So I'm going to wait till that other one comes out. And then that other one comes out and you're like, we're on to the next one like oh well you know okay i'm gonna wait i'm gonna that's what the one i'm that's the one i want to get and then i don't know there's always stuff in the works and you're always seeing it so i'm like anyway so i did i did upgrade my grill i do have the woodwind i do have the the one right now but the ones that are in the process right now i am very very excited about i used i used one a few weeks ago um smoked some salmon on it and it was phenomenal um, so so are you are
2: you doing a lot of um uh mix are you doing like gun hunting and bow hunting are you do a little bit of both or
3: me personally yeah yeah i do um i'll do archery r- muzzleloader and rifle nice do you, i'm just
2: i'm i'm asking because of <laughs> of your parent companies. <laughs> has so many gun brands in there and i'm just wondering like do you do you, do you work with some of these guys to get help get, get ammo because <laughs> it's sorry
3: dude this ammo thing yeah that's a great that's a great question and as an employee of vista outdoor part of the vista outdoor i mean even employees it's tough to get ammo. oh i'm
2: sure you guys it's in, amazing, fact, in though. fact
3: most of the time that gets prioritized I'm sure. Yeah. To, to, to the, the dealer or the retailer or whatever. And yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. easy for us to get orders in as employees under a normal market because they have excess ammo and they're like, okay, now we can fulfill these employee orders, but
2: yeah. Yeah. Makes I think, sense.
3: I think that's how it works. I'm not totally sure, but all I know is, yeah, it's, it's tough right now. Luckily I was, I did stock up when I could, <laughs> yeah I without,
1: things are not normal that's for sure trying to yeah you, they, you guys
2: have it. like there's like one two three four ammo brands on here so it's, it's maybe more i don't know i was just the ones i saw it's a really impressive
3: yeah yeah there's a it's it's quite a portfolio then there's um, camp
2: chef <laughs> yep
3: Yep. and then camp chef and it's a vista outdoors actually a, it's been a really good company i, I was with Oh, so impressive seeing all these we brands. were privately held um, and then I was, so I was part of the transition into this outdoor and there's a lot of unknowns, you know, when you, when stuff like that happens, you know, we've all seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah. but we didn't lose any employees. We didn't change locations. Um, it's great. it was kind of just like, Hey, let's keep doing what we're doing. Keep making great products. And, and, uh, you know, it was, it's been, it's been really good in, in that regard. Um, a few changes on the well now that's me you know I, I think on the finance side it's a publicly traded company now so there's a lot more a uh, lot more kind of uh bs the mm-hmm. stuff, stuff know, tim deals kind of, with yeah yeah like, <laughs> the
2: banker type stuff account yeah
3: i don't really have to i really don't have to deal with much of that but it's like oh, this computer is worth this much. So we've got to keep this on the charts or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't
1: know. You, know, you got to watch your peonies and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. But it, it, other than that, you know, it, this outdoor has been a great company to work with. They've got a great portfolio of brands that they're awesome guys. And, um, yeah, it's been a, they're a good company. So.
2: Yeah. Very cool, man. All right. Well, Hey, you know, it's always fun talking with you and, I can't wait to talk with you again later in the year here, so we can talk about what happened in these hunts, even for us too. I got a bear hunt coming up next week, so there's going to be a lot of things going on. And uh, the one good part of this that we all will share is that we're all going to eat well at our camps because of camp chef. That's for sure. Well, I can <laughs> I can also
1: promise you I'll probably have a story about missing a deer as well.
2: <laughs> for sure, that's definitely. I hope happen. so, Tim. Tim might shoot himself on the foot with a broadhead. Who knows? I share
3: my pain. <laughs>
2: Uh, thank you guys for watching the podcast we appreciate it make sure you check out camp chef online get yourself a pellet grill get yourself a smoke grill i mean it is amazing um the food is so good when you use these things and i i think people don't realize how cool these systems are with having the ability to take off something and put something different back on so take off a grill and put on a flat top or take that off put a pizza oven it's really really cool thing so check it out online you guys get some time we'll see you next time thanks for watching